Thank you, ladies. That's why we are here, is to bring glory to God. That's why we are forgiven, is so that we might be able to sing praises to Him uh, and eventually be in His presence. And if you've never placed your faith in Christ this morning, would be a good time for you to do that. You cannot bring God glory until you place your sin at the foot of the cross and allow Jesus to forgive you and save you. Then you can bring glory to his name and bless him even as he blesses us. Uh, having a grateful heart does not come naturally. It, be, it, it is supernatural. It is spiritual, having a grateful heart. Uh, some things do, uh, some joy, enjoyment or some pleasures come by accident. They do. I mean, I, I ran across these, the, the uh, announcements in bulletins, and you've read some of these before, but I just want to read a couple, uh, just where punctuation is and wording. It says, uh, ladies, don't forget the rummage sale. It's a chance to get rid of those things not worth keeping around the house. Bring your husbands. <laughs> Please place your donation in the envelope along with the deceased person you want to remember. Potluck supper Sunday at 5 p.m., prayer and medication to follow. The eighth graders will be presenting Shakespeare's Hamlet in the church basement Friday at 7 p.m. The congregation is, in, is invited to attend this tragedy. Don't let worry kill you off. Let the church help. At the evening service tonight, the top sermon topic will be, What is Hell? Come early and listen to our choir practice. Sorry, Jaylene. <clears throat> Sorry. Okay. Scouts are saving aluminum cans, bottles, and other items to be recycled. Proceeds will be used to cripple children. Uh, some things just bring us delight accidentally. You know, the football that bounces off the uh, defender's helmet into the receiver's arms and goes for the touchdown or the uh, toss in, uh, the bloopers, you know, they toss the basketball in, it bounces off a kid's head and goes into the basket there. Uh, some things just happen by accident. Some things God uh, ordains. Uh, uh, Carol Thiesing, and I know she's here someplace, but I won't embarrass you, but she's been three weeks in Milwaukee, and she decided last Sunday to, uh, to go to this church she'd not been to before in that area, and and so she looked it up, got it into her GPS, and her GPS wouldn't work. She drove around trying to find it, eventually wound up at a church she had attended before, and, uh, but it was in time for Sunday school class, and so she went to the Sunday school class. And one of the questions that they would ask uh, all the visitors, just to kind of to give them a little information, what high school did you graduate from? And here she's in this large Sunday school class in a large church, and, and she says, Brainerd, uh, uh, Minnesota, uh, Brainerd High School in Brainerd, Minnesota. And uh, a lady there said, why, my son-in-law is pastor of First Baptist Church in Brainerd. And, uh, and Carol said, well, that's the church I go to. And so she got to meet Arlene, Cindy's sister. So it just kind of... Uh, uh, surprising things that happen unexpectedly, but most of the time, if something is going to happen the way we want it to, it's going to be intentional. It just 
doesn't happen on its own. It tells us that Daniel purposed in his heart not to defile himself with the king's meat. He was going to remain pure. He was going to remain Jewish. He was going to stand for his God no matter what. He had a purpose in his heart. We must purpose to have grateful hearts. Moses refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, uh, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the children of God. He chose that. He was intentional. We have a day coming up called Thanksgiving Day, and whether you celebrate it on Wednesday or uh, Tuesday night, we are here uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You know, you, you, you kind of choose a day. No matter what day you, uh, you choose to have Thanksgiving, I want us to make it intentional. I want us to purpose in our hearts. And so you might, uh, especially ladies, you might pull out a scrap of paper at the back of your bulletin or pull out a pen because maybe a suggestion will be made out of 1 Chronicles chapter 15 and 16 that will give you an idea when you're daydreaming about Thanksgiving during this message, maybe one of these things you'll say, we could do that. We could intentionally uh, make a difference, and doing something intentional for God pleases God. So make preparation. A lot of preparation has already gone on in many of your households, but make preparation. Uh, when, uh, when I was growing up in junior high and, and senior high, there in a little church in, in uh, the Ruby Valley, Sheridan Baptist in the Ruby Valley, uh, Sheridan, Montana, in the middle of the mountains, Thanksgiving Day, that Thursday, we knew what was going to take place. We would get up before the sun. We would, all, all the guys in the church, or a lot of the guys in the church and their sons, we would all pile into Jeeps and pickups, and we would scatter out into the mountains, and we would hunt until noon, because it was during hunting season, we'd hunt until noon, and then we would come back, clean up at 2 o'clock. The, by then, the ladies in the, the basement of our church there, they would have prepared turkeys and all of this stuff, and we knew at 2 o'clock there was going to be a feast. And we would eat, and then we would uh, uh, play games all afternoon, and then we would eat some more at supper there, and then we would go home. But we knew. We, there was preparation that was made. It was intentional I pray that this Thanksgiving will be intentional in your homes, wherever you are celebrating. Maybe you can even suggest, if you're eating someplace else, uh, maybe mention to the host, hey, here's an idea that we could do so that it's intentional. And I, I picked these things out of 1 Chronicles chapter 15 but, and 16. But at 1 Chronicles, the Kings Chronicles is towards the front of your Bible before you get to Psalms. And so... Uh, First Chronicles chapter 16, I want to start with some verses. Verse 7 through verse 12 of the 16th chapter. Then we'll jump back in uh, chapter 15. So verse 7 through 12 of First Chronicles 16. Then on that day, David delivered first this psalm 
to thank the Lord into the hand of Asaph and his brethren. Give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Sing unto him. Sing psalms unto him. Talk ye of all his wondrous works. Glory ye in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Seek the Lord in his strength. Seek his face continually. Remember his marvelous works that he hath done, his wonders and the judgments of his mouth. Get any ideas of what you might do Thanksgiving Day? Let's pray. Father, as we look at, at this passage, might we conscientiously make decisions to make Thanksgiving Day your day, not Turkey Day, not a Turkey Bloat Day, not Football Day, but your day. Even as we enjoy these other things, might we be thinking of you, please. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So how do we prepare for Thanksgiving? How did they prepare for their day of uh, celebrating what God had done for them? It began in, back in chapter 15. Look at verse 1. Prepare your house is, is, is this one. Prepare your house. Get it ready. Here, verse 1 says, And David made them houses in the city of David, and prepared a place for the ark of God, and pitched for it a tent. In verse 3, And David gathered all Israel together in Jerusalem to bring up the ark of the Lord unto his place, which he had prepared for it. He prepared a place to worship God. I hope if you are uh, hosting this Thanksgiving, you're going to prepare lots of things. I am praying that you might prepare your house to bring glory to God. Uh, David prepared a place for the Lord. That the, the message of God might go forth. God's presence was going to come into it. If you're believers, God's presence is going to be with you in your house on Thanksgiving Day. Prepare your house. Plan for it. Make it a deliberate celebration. Include God in your celebration. David certainly did. Plan for God's presence. Decorate for Jesus in some way. Uh, you know, have your grandkids, maybe when they first come or even beforehand, take a piece of paper and, and write on there, Thank you, Jesus. And uh, draw their favorite animals or uh, a turkey or, or something on that. Or just use what they prepare in, in school if they've done this. But decorate for the Lord. They ought to, the people that come to celebrate at your home should see Jesus someplace. So maybe it's just a, a banner saying, thank you, Jesus, or thank you, Lord. And have it around someplace. Or maybe you've got a wall plaque that says that. And or uh, bless the Lord. Uh, some plaques that are there. People should notice that Jesus is the center of Thanksgiving Day. He is the one that we are uh, thanking for the blessings that we have received. Verse 2 of chapter 15. Then David said, None ought to carry the ark of God but the Levites. For them hath the Lord chosen to carry the ark of God and to minister unto him forever. Prepare your hearts. The Levites were prepared and chosen to carry the ark. 
Prepare your hearts beforehand. Spend some time. Start today. Maybe in this service, you'll prepare your hearts Lord, and, and cry out and say, Lord, prepare me to bless your name on Thanksgiving Day or whenever you are celebrating together. Uh, prepare your hearts. I know every morning you, we should get up and say, Lord, what do you want me to do today? But now, especially when it comes to hosting Thanksgiving, what do you want me to do today? Show me what you want me to do. Prepare your hearts. Verse 12 of chapter 15. And said unto them, Ye are the chief of the fathers of the Levites. Sanctify yourselves, both ye and your brethren, that ye may bring up the ark of the Lord God of Israel unto the place that I have prepared for it. Uh, Prepare your hands. They had to get ready to carry the ark. We know what happens for those that are not prepared or those that uh, tried to move the ark in the way God did not ask them to. Uh, Uzzah put up his hands when the ark began to tip and he was struck dead. Uh, We ought to prepare our hands for service. He says, sanctify yourselves. That word sanctify, set yourself apart. For them, it was cleanse yourselves. we wash our hands in preparation for the Thanksgiving Day. Uh, prepare your hands to do it. Uh, then uh, chapter 16, verse 1. So they brought the ark of God and set it in the midst of the tent that David had pitched for it. And they offered burnt sacrifices and peace offerings before God. Uh, prepare your table. Uh, and the reason I say table is because that for us, that's kind of the center of our fellowship during Thanksgiving time. Prepare your table. It's going to be decorated in a nice way, I'm sure, and you're going to have lots of good food on there. Uh, In in some way, though, prepare for table conversation. I hope you, you uh, you go around and say, what are you thankful for? And you have everybody, your kids can get into that as well. What are you thankful for? Well, I'm thankful for mommy and daddy or uh, papa and gaga or, or whatever it might be. But they, here's a, a twist on it. Maybe say, have the kids say, thank you, Jesus, for my parents. Thank you, Jesus, for this food. Because being thankful for a turkey is not the same as saying, thank you, Jesus, for having, having this turkey to eat. I think you need to bring it, make it more worship for Jesus, not just uh, thankful that we have all of these things. Make sure we know where they're coming from or who we, have, uh, we want to thank for them. So prepare your table or couches and chairs, discussion around there, watching the football game. But still, we can enjoy all of these things, but make sure that the Lord is recognized during this time. Uh, Verse, uh, chapter 16, verse 1, they offered burnt sacrifices and peace offerings. Now, you don't have to take this literally, ladies. Burnt offerings. uh, What it meant was that offering was completely given to God. And yes, in the sacrifices, that offering was burnt up 
burned to toast. We're, we're not preparing the Griswolds Thanksgiving here or Christmas, I guess it was at that. Um, but it just means we surrender this. We surrender this to you. Uh, in there, it was smoke to heaven from the burnt offerings. We, we, you don't need to do that. It, it says they offered peace offerings, communion with God, fellowship with God is what they were doing, uh, mindful of God's mercies and mindful of his forgiveness. And I hope somebody around the table, if you're saying, I, I thank God for, uh, I hope somebody says, for my salvation. I thank God for forgiving my sin. I thank Jesus for dying on the cross for me. And that might be what you would say or, or one of the kids might say. Uh, re, re, uh, mindful of what Jesus went through. See, Jesus became the burnt offering. He gave everything for us when he hung on the cross so that we might gain everything, all of his riches and the home in heaven, the joint heirs with Jesus, for uh, along with Jesus, of all of God's riches come with our salvation. So I hope someone says, uh, thank you for my salvation. Then uh, verse 2, it says in chapter 16, And when David had made an off end of offering the burnt offerings and the peace offerings, he blessed the people in the name of of the Lord. Have you ever blessed a guest at the table? Now, if you've got a lot of people, this can, this can get long, but uh, I think that before uh, our guests leave, there should be some kind of a blessing. Uh, Cindy, for your love for me, our children, and our grandkids for your ministry to our church family and your encouragement to the ladies, for your encouragement to me to do my best. Sometimes I call that nagging, but... Um, uh, Heather, for your willingness to counsel ladies and girls from our church family, for being a godly example before them and loving God with all your heart, for your active part in the ministry here at First Baptist and the ideas and counseling. John, for bringing a breath of fresh air into our family and smiles to all of our faces, for your willingness to help in any way you can for becoming an immediate part of our family. Uh, go through. For me, we've got all of our kids, and, and now we've got grandkids. To write a blessing, maybe you're not going to do it for everybody that's going to be around the table, but uh, write a blessing or think of some way to bless them. That's what David did. He blessed the people in the name of the Lord. Bless you for being, you know, a, a great kid. Or bless you for giving Papa a hug every Sunday morning. Or, or bless you for uh, smiling or, you know, all these things. Give a blessing. Be intentional. You're not going to just... You're not going to think about this. You'll forget about it unless you jot it down someplace to uh, think about blessing your kids. So uh, preparing to celebrate. Prepare your house and heart and hands and table and food and prepare for your guests as well. That's in preparation for celebrating. Then how do we celebrate whatever day you're going to, uh, you're going to celebrate it? Verse 8, one of these verses that we read. 
Give thanks unto the Lord. Celebrate by praying. Uh, dads. All dads, you know, wake up. I, just one thing I, I want you to hear today. Pray for the Thanksgiving dinner. Now, maybe you've got grandpa there. And when we had dad Phillips, we would have him pray. Because we never knew this might be the last, last Thanksgiving that uh, he would celebrate. We would have him pray. Otherwise, if you don't have grandpa there that's going to pray, uh, dads, pray. Kids, need to hear dads pray. They need to know that, that God is important to dads. They know that it's important to mom. But men have a tendency to hang back and allow a mom to take care of everything. Here is one way, dads, that you can impress. It's going to have to write out a prayer if you need to. If you're not used to praying, jot down points to pray. Talk to, to God, but you can jot down pointers and, and thank you for the family here and thank you that uh, our aunt and uncle are able to come and, and thank you for the food and you've given us so much this year and thank you for the salvation we have through Jesus Christ. You know, dads, pray. Um, don't ask mom to pray unless you've got laryngitis or something. But dads, Pray. Verse 8, it says, Give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Pray to him. Give thanks and please Lord. That's what it means to call upon his name. Please Lord. Request his presence. Um, request his comfort for maybe the friends that are there. Uh, request safety in travel. And uh, if you want to get them out of the house right away, you request, you say, dear Lord, help them travel at 2 o'clock this afternoon uh, as they go home um, if it's uh, too much. But pray, let kids see that God is part of this celebration. The second in part of verse 8 says, make known his deeds among the people. So you not only pray, but you praise him. This make known his deeds. You brag about God. Look at what God has done for us. Look at what we have here. I've got my job and, and he's blessed us with this house and he's blessed us with a vehicle and he's blessed us with enough to buy the, the turkey. And we, we, uh, we praise God. We please him. We, we broadcast is that word says, testify to what God has done. And that's one reason why we like to go around the table. You broadcast, you tell us what God has done for you, or you just thank him. Thank you, Lord, for this, whatever it might be. So that to celebrate, there's praying, there's praising here. Uh, there is verse 9, sing unto him. Sing psalms unto him. Talk ye of all his wondrous works. Okay. You know, if you're not a singer, this could be a stretch. You know, we, we sang uh, Thank You, Lord, but it was a different, a different tune. So it, it took me both verses to finally find out where I was. 
on that. And, and I think I've even sung it before, but, but maybe around the table, after you have prayed and you've praised or uh, thanked him for, or bragged on him for something, you're saying, you know, thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Thank you, Lord, for making me whole. Thank you, Lord, for giving to me thy great salvation, so rich and free. That's not very tough, is it? Uh, and, and most of us here, I think, know that little chorus. But it's a thank you. It's, it's a praise. They sang. Or maybe it's, thank you, Jesus, for all you've done. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for victories won. Oh, thank you, Lord. For thy love and tender care, for God's word and answered prayer. Thank you, Jesus, for all you've done. Thank you, Lord. Most of you know that too. Just a couple suggestions. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that. The slow clap starts so that I end. I know. <laughs> and that was my son, I'm sure. So, um, yeah. But if I could sing. If I could sing, and if I knew these words, I would sing this song. And Katie, wherever you are, would you come, and Heather, come and sing this song. If I could sing, this would be the song that I would sing.
wouldn't change them if I could. If I could sing, that's what I would sing. God has been good. Katie's going to sing that at my funeral, and she's already told me she would. And you, you, that's the expression of my heart, to sing how good God is. Now, maybe we will be, have to be satisfied to sing around our table, thank you, Lord. But it, it, that's as good, too, saving my soul. Why should we celebrate just wrap this up with just verse 12 says this, tells us why in verse 16. Remember his marvelous works that he hath done. His marvelous, why should we celebrate Thanksgiving? Because of his marvelous works. He's done a great work for us. Uh, in the past he did great works, but for us today he's done a great work in, in my heart saving me, forgiving me. It cost his all. And so thank you, Lord, for your marvelous works on behalf of me. Uh, verse 12, the, last, the second part, his wonders and the judgments of his mouth. And I thought about the judgments of his mouth. How does that apply to me? The judgment of God was pronounced on Jesus because of me. And Jesus took the judgment of my sin so that I wouldn't have to. And so I say, thank you, Lord, that your judgment went upon your son instead of Upon me, verse 15 says, Be ye mindful always of his covenant, the word which he hath commanded to a thousand generations. His covenant, well, his promises. And he, they were given, Israel was given, they were given some promises that do not apply to us. But many of the promises apply to us and the promises given to us in the New Testament. I'll never leave thee nor forsake thee. I'm not going to turn my back on you. I'm going to keep working. I've got a work to do in your heart. I'm not going to give up until I see it accomplished. He's going to continue the promise there and his protection in verse 21. Why should we celebrate? Because of his protection. He suffered no man to do them wrong. As for Israel, he protects us. The thousands of miles we travel in a year, and, and, uh, and maybe you get hit by a deer, but you say, thank you, Lord, this is going to be a, a tragedy, a serious 
thing. He is protection. Why should we celebrate? Verse 25 says, for great is the Lord and greatly to be praised because God is great. That's why we ought to celebrate Thanksgiving and make it intentional about God and about the Lord, about Jesus and his work for us. God is great, verse 34 says uh, of chapter 16. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. So not only is God great, but he is good, even as Katie sang. He has been good to me. He's the good shepherd. He laid down his life for his sheep. He did that. The last part of verse 34 says, uh, For his mercy endureth forever. He is... is, uh, he loves us even when we test his love. He endures. His mercy endures for us. He says that uh, no man can pluck us out of the Father's hands. Uh, he is holding us for eternity. He holds us. Verse 36. This is the close of our service. Verse 36. David said, blessed be the Lord God of Israel forever and ever. And all the people said, amen, and praise the Lord. This is where I want you to close the service with me. I'm going to read that. That's verse 36. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel forever and ever. And all the people said, and this is what I want you to say when I Get to this again the next time. You will say amen and praise the Lord. That's what all the people did there on their Thanksgiving day. That's what I want us to do this morning. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel forever and ever. And all the people said amen and praise the Lord. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for this day that we can set apart to thank you. Might we, with intentionality, worship you on Thanksgiving Day whenever we celebrate it? Might our gatherings be around you? Might it be obvious that we, are, we believe in you, we love you, and that we recognize that the good things that we enjoy come from your hand? You are great. You are good. And thank you that your mercies endureth forever. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's